What I'm trying to tell you here is catch those things that you do, the bullshit that you do. And I want to be clear here. This isn't about criticizing you or being judgmental or, or even having you be harsh on yourself. I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to say, you know, I'm a bad person. I do that stuff too. I used to do that all the time. I used to make excuses all the time. I'm full of excuses. What is up, my friend? And welcome to the Legendary Life Podcast. I'm health expert, Ted Rice, coach to entrepreneurs, executives, and other high-performing professionals. And what we do here at Legendary Life is break down science-based information on how to lose fat, prevent disease, and live a long, healthy, legendary life. So if that's what you're into, you are in the right place. Click that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts so that every time one of my episodes goes live, you'll be the first to know. Let's move on to the episode. I want to tell you a story about two calls I had. The first call, this is always great, was with a coach. Now, I talk to a lot of different people on these breakthrough calls. It's very interesting. It's always like, who am I going to get? Who is this going to be? Sometimes, and to be honest, there sometimes it's a little nerve wracking. Like, uh, there, it's the least favorite thing that I do. It's uncomfortable for me sometimes to do these calls. It's just speaking honestly with you, right? Like I'm a coach. I'm not a salesperson. And uh, what I do isn't even sales, but it is like what I have to do to see if the person's right for the program. So I hopped on this person with a call with this person. She's a coach and she's massively overweight, 280 pounds, like at five, six. I don't have to tell you that's just a walking heart attack, a walking diabetes diagnosis, a walking cancer diagnosis. It's just a matter of time before something happens and boom. And when we started off on the call, what I always look for is honesty. Is this person emotionally healthy enough to be honest? They booked the call for a reason, right? Come on. You watched the masterclass. You looked at all the testimonials. You listened to the podcast. Maybe you booked that call for a reason. And so she comes on the call and she's playing like she's got, she's the big coach that has it all together. Like, oh, I'm a coach too. And this is what I do with my clients. And I help my clients with this. And, you know, I'm, so, you know, we're both coaches and it's awesome being a coach. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it is awesome being a coach for sure. It's great. No, coaches, coaches need coaches. We all know it. Coaches need coaches. And so it was like, we're, it was real superficial, real persona. I was talking to a persona. And then she started to open up and talk about, oh, what is it costing her to be like this? It's costing, you know, it's, it's affecting her relationship with her husband big time. It's affecting her relationship in other ways. I mean, there's all the standard stuff that you would think from a, a woman who's in her 40s, I think, and, and all that entails being morbidly obese. Not just, I got to lose five pounds, five or 10 pounds, and I'm just, no, morbidly obese. Can we be honest? Can we just be honest? Morbidly obese. There's nothing good about that. Now, it doesn't mean that she's a bad person. Doesn't mean she's a bad mother. Doesn't mean she's a bad wife. But it does mean uh, she's on the wrong road health-wise. There's just no argument about it. None at all. It's going to shorten her life. It's going to make her life full of chronic disease. And also, what do you think happens when you're 80 years old and weigh that much? You think it's easy to get around as your muscles shrink away? 
and the inflammation goes up, nothing good happens. It's just a sad, sad, it's not even, we get old and, you know, what, what is it? We get old, we die. I can't even remember the saying, but it's something about, you know, we just, you, you know, you get old, you die or whatever. Can't even remember because I don't say things like that, right? But we don't get old and die. We get old and live a long time, longer than ever, longer than ever. And it's your choice whether you want to live a long time juiced up on medications because you finally realize, oh shit, I better take my blood pressure pills, my diabetes pills, my cholesterol pills, and all the other medications I need to take so I can be around for my family, to see my grandkids grow up, to, I don't know, to be around, to see whatever it is that you want to stay around for. Or do you want to be the person who got it together, right? You got in better shape as you got older. I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm nearly 43. I'm better shape than I was in my 20s. I'm crushing it, killing it. I'm not even sleeping well and I feel amazing. That's the one thing I've been working on lately. Uh, and, and I'm changing time zones to, get, to help me get out of here, to get out of this situation. This story for another time. So anyway, back to your conversation with her. As we started to dive deeper, she started to get more honest. But then when it comes time to talking money, Oh, that's when we back out of the honesty. So she starts putting on the persona again. Oh, well, I'm, you know, I I got that, you know, um, oh, I don't put it on credit cards. I, she gave me all these excuses. I'm like, I mean, the thing is like, would well, you not look, I'm fine either way. Like if you, here's the thing. Can you, let's just real talk, right? That's why it's called real talk Friday. If she said, you know what, Ted, um, because I even asked her this question. I'm like, she was trying to figure out whether this was the right thing for her to do. And I said, listen, I can't convince you of it, right? Nobody can convince anyone of anything. And even if I could bully her into the program, she's going to ask for her money back because she's going to have buyer's remorse. Haven't you ever been bullied into buying something? And you're like, I'm going to get my money back. I know I have. So I don't do that because it's just a hassle to refund money. I, look, you know, this is a, a, a mom and pop even though I don't have kids, it's a mom and pop, small time sort of thing, right? We've got a few employees that are part-time going to hire a full-time person, but it's a small operation here. I'm not looking for more administrative work. And so I want, and, and also even beyond that, I just want people to do the right thing for them. So I told her, listen, I can't convince you of anything. And this isn't really a sales call. It's a call to see if we're a good fit for each other. And she, and I said, do this, close your eyes, take some deep breaths and ask yourself, do you trust me? Do you feel like I'm the right person to help you through this? And she said, well, the answer isn't no. And I think the answer is yes. I'm like, cool. So then you have your answer. And then she started saying, but I don't know you. I don't know enough about you because she doesn't listen to the podcast, right? She came from a Facebook ad, which kind of valid, but really we had a conversation. She's seen the testimonials. How much longer, I mean, how many podcasts can you listen to? How many testimonials can you read before it's convincing enough? It's just an excuse, right? And then it's the money and it comes up all this stuff. Listen, if something isn't right for you, have the balls or ovaries, depending on what gender you are, you know, have the guts to just say, you know what? I don't think this is the right thing for me. And because I feel it's like the wrong thing for me. And if it's the right thing for you and you don't want to do it, say, you know, it's the right thing for me, but I'm probably, I'm just too scared to do it. I'm afraid I'm not going to follow through or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. 
I feel like it's the right thing, but I'm just afraid to. How about being honest? Because being honest is powerful. Listen to some Brene Brown. Listen to her talk about vulnerability. Daring greatly. We all think daring greatly is uh, posturing, pretending. But daring greatly is not posturing to be, you know, to, oh, yeah, let me puff my chest out and strut around my... No, it's not that. You want to be strong? Be vulnerable. That shows that you're emotionally in the right place and have your shit together. So guess what happened? Of course, she didn't sign up. Of course, I, and, and here's another thing. This tells you a lot about a person, by the way. Well, I should tell you two things. We started talking about price and she's like, oh, oh, oh yeah, well, you know, oh, I understand what you charge, but you know, I don't charge uh, that much because I keep my prices really, really low because I feel like so many people need what I do. And it's like, are you selling me on why you're, you undercharge and undervalue yourself? Like this isn't going anywhere. It's the wrong, I'm the wrong person to talk to about that. I do charity work. I help people. I, I've I spend a thousand dollars a year. I mean, I'm sorry, thousand dollars a month on this podcast just to do it. I've been doing it for five years. You do the math. That's seventy thousand dollars I spent on this podcast. Happy to do it. But when I when I sell something and it's free, my podcast is free. I don't ask for anything in return. I barely even do product promotions. But when I charge for something and something that I really pour my heart and soul into, I charge for it because. I've got a family to take care of. I'm not buying Louis Vuitton bags and $5,000 Chanel purses. I'm hiring physical therapists for my dad. I'm taking him to the Grand Canyon for the first time. I'm helping other people. I'm doing charity. I've got big things to make the world a better place. That takes money, all right? And especially, look, if you're not a coach, I understand you have some money mindset issues, but if you're in business for yourself, and you're going to use that excuse with me, man, I mean, it's not that I don't understand. I've been there myself, but it just shows like, oh, this person really struggling here. It's not just the weight. It's many different areas. So anyway, so she disappeared and she said she was going to email me. She's going to email me and let me know one way or the other. And I always ask that, by the way, because it's a test. It's a character test. And you know what? She never got back to me. She didn't say. Oh yeah, Ted, you know what? Thank you so much for your time. I talked it over with my husband and we decided that it's not the right thing for me or whatever, whatever the excuse was going to be. Instead of doing that, like an honorable person, she just disappeared, never heard back from her. Now look, I'm busy. I don't need the email, right? I don't need another email that I have to respond to. I'm fine that she didn't email me back, but I do feel sorry for her. And and, And I'm telling this story because I want you to think about yourself and how you're interacting with people. Because that's not a person who's going to be crushing it in life. And it's not just her age. I mean, it's not just her age. It has nothing to do with the age. It's not just her weight or, or it's, it's who she is as a person. Now, I want to contrast that by telling you another story. I, I signed up a, a client, uh, a, a one-on-one, cl- uh, no, actually a group client recently. And when I asked him, he was, he was so easy to, to talk to. There were no walls I had to break down. And he didn't even know me that well. Right, he same same sort of situation. He had seen the master class came from a Facebook ad. I, I if I'm remembering correctly, and Jeff, that I'm talking about you, man. Shout out to you. I just really appreciate working with you, even though we we barely started working together with each other. 
but he just came to the call and he was, uh, you know, honest about everything. He understood everything. He was reflective. He was introspective. He understood the costs. He didn't try to minimize them or soften. We always try to say, oh, you're not that overweight. You just had to, you know, buy new wardrobes three times in the past two years. We try to soften it, but it doesn't help. It's not serving anybody. So he came doing none of that. And he was honest about everything. And then we got to the conversation about money. Now, now Jeff's doing well, and he's got promoted recently, and he's going to be in a new sort of leadership position that's going to require more of him. And uh, I mean, he's crushing it. He's got four amazing kids. I mean, you can tell he's got amazing kids because he's, he's showing up so emotionally healthy. He may be not the best physically healthy that he's ever been in his life, but emotionally healthy. And he ended up, we talked about it because he could have easily gone with the one-on-one, which of course is more expensive than the group. And we had a talk of it, just an honest conversation about it. And he ended up going with the group because it's really about how much um, help do you need? Now I had a call today with someone else who I think the the one-on-one is uh, right for him. But what I'm trying to tell you here is catch those things that you do, the bullshit that you do. And I want to be clear here. This isn't about criticizing you or being judgmental or or even having you be harsh on yourself. I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to say, you know, I'm a bad person. I do that stuff too. I used to do that all the time. Used to make excuses all the time. I'm full of excuses. So many people listen to me now on the podcast. You're like, Ted, you really got your life straightened away. You're living the life of your dreams. It's like, why well, ate shit for decades before I even had a little taste? It's so funny how that happens. It's like, oh, you're you're just killing it, crushing it, crushing it, and killing it, and crushing it. And it's like, what do you think was happening before I started the podcast? What do you think was happening when I first started the podcast? I ate shit, a hot shit sandwich. And uh, it sucked. But I pushed through and I became a better person. And what I mean by better is not what most people mean. Oh, I'm nicer to people. Um, sometimes I'm nicer to people. Sometimes I call them on their bullshit. Because... If you're coming up from a place of weakness and you're being kind to people, you're not really being kind. You're avoiding conflict. It's a very different thing. And if you're uh, not able to be honest about where you are with your health, you're, you're avoiding conflict about that internal conflict, that lack of congruence inside of you that knows like you look in the mirror, you're like, I'm not that bad. I'm only, you know, just maybe you know 20 or 70 pounds overweight. And I'm not saying that your self-esteem should be tied up in your in your weight or in how you look, we, we all have value regardless of our weight, regardless of, you know, what we, you know, how much money we have in the bank, that type of stuff. I mean, those things are cool, but it's not your value. You have value as a person. Now, some of us have more potential value that we haven't really acted on and done much with. And then some of us take more action, but we all have value as people. I believe, I believe that's true. So be gentle with yourself but also be honest with yourself. Stop telling lies and start telling the truth. And if you book a call with me, definitely come telling the truth, right? I want to challenge you because a lot of, we, we talk about the, the sets, the reps, the exercises, the myo reps, the, the cluster sets, the strategies, the blood flow restriction training, the protein sparing modified fast, the fasting mimicking diets, the one gram of protein, one, one gram of protein per pound of body weight or 0.68 grams of protein per pound of body weight if you happen to be overweight or obese. We talk about all that stuff, but the truth is 
the reason why we can't implement a lot of what we know is because of emotional slash psychological reasons. It's because we can't be honest. So what do we do? We lose ourselves in those details. We sun our buttholes, right? Have you seen that one lately? Or we uh, shine infrared light on our testicles, trying to increase our testosterone. Or pop nootropics, nootropics, or however you say that word. We spend so much money on supplements. You know, I always know I can find a good supplement company and um, do a promotion and make some money with the podcast. Because no matter how many times I tell people, hey, don't buy supplements, focus on this other stuff. Supplements can help, but really it's about the exercise. It's about the nutrition. It's about the other things. People buy supplements. They're like, oh no, that's too expensive. Oh, supplements? Oh, I can spend you know 300 a month. No problem, right? Like, let's start being honest with ourselves about where we're not telling the truth to ourselves, where we're not telling the truth to others, where we're trying to soften the situation for ourselves, where we're trying to soften the situation for others by telling ourselves it's not that bad. You're not that overweight. You're not that unhealthy. Let's stop doing that stuff. Why stop doing it? Well, do you want the world to be a better place? I do. I want less violence, less racism, less unhappy people. That would be a good one. Less fear and more joy, more connection, more connection with others. And to do that, we got to work on ourselves emotionally. And I'll, I'll tell you this, doesn't matter how much work you do, there's always more work to be done. The journey is all the, all the way to the end. As Terrence McKenna said, I don't know if you know who that is, and I'm not going to bother explaining who that is if you don't. He said, there's not anyone so enlightened that they don't need to work on themselves. I couldn't agree more. Even the Buddha, if you believe that story about that person who became enlightened, even he had to teach others about it and had to meditate all the time. Or if you believe in Jesus or whatever it is that you believe in, there's no one so enlightened that they don't need to work on themselves. And the best thing about this is it's not a sprint to the finish. It's not a sprint to get your, to fix yourself. It's not about fixing yourself. It's about growth. And as long as you're taking steps, doesn't matter how fast the steps are, how giant the steps are. They could be small steps. They could be big steps. They could be fast steps. They could be slow steps, but you got to be moving in the right direction. And that's the truth, I believe, of all human beings. Because we, when we don't do that, we suffer because we all need growth in our lives. We all need to evolve. If we don't, we end up peaking and then we slide backwards and bore people with stories about how we were about stories of our heyday when we were in our 20s or 30s, how great college was and how, you know, adult life sucks or how you, you know, you made so much money or did this or did that or got into great shape, but now you're not in shape. We just bore people with our war stories. You know, we don't want that. And one of the things I learned from being in Asia, because the culture here is so old in Thailand, in Cambodia, people become elders. They respect older people. Now there's tons of issues here. I don't want to get into the issues of Asia and the filial piety and the Confucianism that is the foundation for that. As for another podcast, but people respected their elders and to become an elder, we need to continue to grow and evolve. That's how we make the world a better place. That's how you make your life better. That's how you make your family better by continuing to grow and evolve, especially emotionally. And it should translate over into physically as well. 
but it's got to be emotions. The emotions come first. In fact, I wanted my client Randall, part of the coaching group, said something amazing. I don't even think Randall has ever listened to the podcast. It's so funny to have a person in that. He's, he only knows me through the coaching group because he was referred uh, to me from a, a previous client. Dale, if you're listening, shout out to you, brother. Thank you so much for referring Randall. And uh, Randall said something amazing. Randall, Randall said someone was asking him about like his fat loss approach. He's like, well, listen, I'm not on a diet. And he said that probably the, the, the number one thing that you need to do if you want to get your weight loss handled is to work on your mental health is what is the words and terminology he used is to work on your mental health. And I couldn't agree more because when we do that, eating the right things to the right amount of things and getting in the exercise we need and doing the things that we need to do in our life and our relationships with our spouses in our work with our children, that all starts to happen a lot more effortlessly. And that's the goal, an effortless, not an effortless life, but to have more effortlessness in our life, less hard work, less pushing that, having that Sisyphusian struggle. I think I totally, uh, now I'm like stuttering, can't even say that guy's name, but Sisyphus was the Greek dude who had to push the, the boulder up the hill every morning. And it kind of feels like that sometimes when you wake up, you're like, Oh, push that boulder up the hill again. Doesn't need to be that way at all. So that's my challenge to you. Where do you need to work on yourself? Where do you need growth? Where are you not taking any steps at all? What is the area that you need the most? Cause some of you don't need me to be honest. Some of you need maybe a psychotherapist, maybe a marriage counselor, Maybe a trauma therapist, someone who specializes in childhood trauma if you had a traumatic childhood like I did. So where is that place? What is that area of your life that you need to work on? Where do you need to stop lying to yourself or to others? Where do you need to start being honest to yourself or to others? That's the area that I want you to work on. So that concludes today's episode. A little bit longer than I wanted it to go, but again, important stuff. I've got a lot more to share with you. Hope you enjoyed today. And again, you know what to do if you want my help. If you feel like, well, I've got that stuff handled, Ted. I really need to just get my health handled. Well, you know where to find me. So with that said, have an amazing weekend. Think about what I've said today. And don't just think about it, apply it. Find ways to apply it in your life. And watch how your life starts to change. Watch how people start to treat you differently. Watch how your life starts to improve. That's what we want. That's what I want for you. And I know you want that too. We all want our lives to improve. We all want a better experience of life. And I just shared with you one of the biggest secrets, if you will, to get it. Love you. Have an amazing weekend and talk to you on Monday.